middleweight prospect Al Mataval. Thank you so much for joining me. What's going on in your part of the world right now? It's uh, it's not so bad, man. I try to live around the COVID thing going on over here, but we're managing it. In in Alaska, has it been that bad? Because it seems like I would think, you know, what I mean, me that Alaska is more isolated compared to other parts of the world. Is that is that true? No, kinda. Mm. Yes and no. So we we had a lockdown and we we kind of opened up in phases, but now everything is kind of back to normal. But kinda, not really. But uh, people are still like wanting to to be in groups, mm. which is kind of hard because the the numbers spiking up every day. So it's crazy. How has it affected you in in just in your daily life? It hasn't. It hasn't actually, because I, I go to work every day. I come home. I go train, and it doesn't really affect me though. As long as uh, no one's around me, it's getting uh, tested positive, then I'm good. But it hasn't really affected me though. Everything is like going to work, training. Everything is normal for me. All right. Well, um, let's get into uh, some of your accolades: AFC Alaska Fighting Championship, X1 Light Heavyweight Titles. Which one means yeah. more? Uh, I would say X one. That's my most recent one. Why you Why you feel that way? Uh, it's It's kind of weird, man, because I've I've won the the light heavyweight title in Alaska for in 2015, mm-hmm. and ever since then I haven't defended that belt ever since. But I've been fighting ever since, mm-hmm. so I've had like four four or five fights. Since I had the belt, but I haven't like nobody want wants to to fight for it or anything. So when I got the opportunity to fight for the X one like um like heavyweight and I got it, I was like, okay, hell yeah. But then it it that one it's it's probably the the one I would pick over over the Alaska one because no one wants the belt here in Alaska. So, but there's also hard to find light heavyweight guys up here. So they would have to fly some guys in to fight me, but. Other than that, yeah, I'll pick X one. You would think that guys would be jumping at the chance to fight for the title, like exactly. just like you did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of crazy that it's so hard. It's like people coming from heavyweight and then just skip light heavy, just go straight to middleweight. But I was like, okay, well, if nobody wants this belt, okay, fine, I'll 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 just keep it unless somebody calls me for it. But then nobody did. So it's been three years, almost going on four years since I haven't defended that belt. It's crazy. It is. It is. It's a wild uh, situation right there with that with that title. But uh, looking back at you know your resume, you have two losses, man. The first loss you re- you avenged, and you avenged got that title, title right for the title, yeah. right? Uh, Jeff uh, Sanderson. That was a that was an incredible uh, incredible fight, man. And getting revenge is something that is sweet, right? That that was a that was a turning point in my career when mm-hmm. I lost to him. And that 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 I took I took MMA serious after that, and I when I when I heard he got the belts like hey I'm gonna come I'm I'm coming for it, so I trained a couple a couple months, and I was like I asked the promoter hey give me give me that belt I want I want to fight for that belt and then they gave it to me so it was nice. It is it is it's uh, but, it's good. But the other fight the other lost. Uh, I don't know. The guy is uh, it's in heavyweight now. Yeah, yeah. What 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 was the situation around that? Because that was your only heavyweight fight, I believe. Was it just like a last minute thing? 
No, no, it was set up. I, I fought Jake Kuhn. It was a set up. It was set up. And what did you learn from that experience going up to heavyweight, fighting a guy that's pretty much a, an open way? He's a big dude. So it was an opportunity for me because Jake Kuhn was a big name, especially in Alaska. And like um, he fought in bigger promotions, too. So it was an opportunity for me. So when they they throw that name out there, like nobody wants to fight him. I was like, I'll take him. So. So it was an opportunity for me just to put myself out there to challenge myself to to bigger guys and experienced guys. And I've learned a lot, you know, with me, I've been fighting pretty much every guy that size, that weight, and I'm too small for that. So I've learned a lot that I, sh I shouldn't still be fighting at that way. I should have been gone down a long time ago, at least middleweight or or welterweight at that point. All right. So I guess in the future, we'll, we might see you at a lower weight class then for sure yes that's that's a game plan because you fought at middleweight your last fight right yes okay okay yeah, so it's no problem life. for you to make it it's not it's not oh, a big no. deal okay so now not all these people they worry about fighters making weight and and are they gonna miss weight with the covid <laughs> that's no problem for you oh no that's no problem for me i fell off a wagon a couple couple months ago you know my fiance picked me up you know like you better get get your ass back in shape so <laughs> here i am though so i'm good all right. i have no problem like making 85 like next week oh, okay okay <laughs> now um to prepare the fans for the contender series you know your contender series fight which past fight should they go back and watch to kind of get them hyped for you um i would say my my two recent one my my last two one in 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 hawaii because I feel like those were my best performances. And on my last one, I won by Naka, which is was super dope, man. It's It was on my birthday, too. It was like a, it was like a gift for me. So it was kind of nice. <laughs> I would say go to the last two because those were the good ones. All right, go check out the, the birthday, birthday gift knockout, I guess, in the last one. Yes. Right? All right, all right. Yes. Now, uh, I see that you work at uh, Legacy Jiu-Jitsu. Is that where you got your start? Yes. I start, actually, yes. So, no, no. I started off at Gracie Baja, which is, they owned by the same people. Okay. So, Legacy Jiu-Jitsu um, was built by the same, uh, not the same, but one of the instructors from Gracie Baja. He went off and got his own gym. But then later on down the road, he bought Gracie Baja, so now it became one. So I would say yes, yes and no. Yes and no. It's a, it's yes a situation right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, um, you you know, were you right away in pro training, or did it take you a, a little while to to kind of love the idea of being a fighter? Yeah, it took me a little while, man. Like when I first started, I went and did my own amateur. Uh, MMA without my teammate and my coaches knows about it because I wanted to see if I would like it and I won my my, my two MMA matches like oh it's kind of nice so you know I, I told my coach hey man let, let me get a pro fight he's like oh man you gotta you gotta do uh, you at least do an amateur I was like oh I did that already <laughs> don't worry I got that cover for you so on my first on my first fight man like I had to cut like so many pounds I had to cut like at least 40 45 to 50 pounds just to get down to 205. I was a, I was a heavy set dude on my first fight. And then uh, it felt really good. 
that the weight cut it didn't bother me at all. I felt like that was the best card I've ever had because I did everything right from the get go to to the devil ends. But after that, I felt like, ah, oh, okay, let's give it one more try. I had uh, another pro fight. I was like, mm, I don't know. And then my my third pro fight is when I lost to uh, Sanderson. Mm. That's when uh, it hit the switch for me. So I was like, okay. This really, this is what I really want. And then when he got that title, it really motivated me to, to come get it. And I was like, okay, I'm coming for it. So that was a, that was a turn for me. Guys, when they lose, it's the opposite way. You know what I mean? Like they lose it, they're like, oh, maybe it's not for me. But for you, and you lost it, you're like, okay, I gotta take this seriously. I gotta do, do my thing. So funny story is that when I lost to Sanderson, it's when Dana White was on the tour to looking for a fight, mm-hmm. and then. He came to Alaska on that card, and that really, really motivated me. Really motivated me when I lost in front of Dana White because I didn't get to showcase what I have on the table. So it was my cousins like, "Hey, man, Dana White's coming to town." I was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have a fight?" Like, no. And I was like, "Coach, put me on this next card." It was like in two weeks, so it was like a short notice. So then I got I got a match. So. The funny story about that, so my opponent pulled out the day of the fight. Sanderson stepped up the day of the fight. And it really sucked for me because I was like had this whole game plan to fight this guy. So when somebody with different style stepped up, it really changed my game plan. So I just went in there just go crazy because Dana White was there. So and that was a lesson learned for me too. So <laughs> I went in and tried to kill this guy, but he took me down. I didn't have a ground game back then, and he just lay on me, and then that's how the fight stopped. But I was like, damn, I didn't get to impress Dana White, but hopefully this time I will. Yeah, man, those obstacles, man, those uh, speed bumps, they, they get you where yes. you're at right now, right? If you didn't have that, maybe mm-hmm. you wouldn't be fighting anymore. Who knows? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, um, I know that sure. you have a lot of coaches that have developed you, but it seems like your fiance has had the most impact on your career you know how much credit do you give her for you being at the position you're at right now everything i gave her all the credit she actually the one who who got me into it so when i first started i when i moved up here in alaska i was only doing just that i was only doing boxing and at one night at, at the boxing arena she was sitting at the ringside so she recognized me, but I didn't recognize her at first. So like the next day I went to work and she came to work. We didn't like, she was working the same company that I was. So she like offered like to offer to pick me up to come try uh, a Muay Thai class. So hey, she come try a Muay Thai class. So I was like, sure. She came pick me up. We went to Muay Thai class, man. That, that was the worst I've ever felt for a first Muay Thai class. I've never kicked before, like, that hard or even lift my leg up because all I did was boxing. So, like, when I did my first Muay Thai class, it was crazy. But then after that, if it if it wasn't for her introducing me to a Muay Thai class and to the Muay Thai instructor, I wouldn't be here for sure because throughout my whole career fight, she's she's pretty much my, my corner, even though, like, I have my own corner, but she's, she's the number one. Yeah, yeah, man. You need that. You need that rock. Uh, now, um, if you would describe your style, would you consider yourself the light heavyweight Frankie Edgar? Yes. I consider myself that. 
I move a little bit too much, just just like Frank Yeager. I don't know, but um, I really haven't showcased that in last two fights because it was finished in the first round. But the fight before the Hawaii fight, I was kind of showing some of my footwork and my head movement in that fight. And um, it was also a short notice fight, so I wasn't really prepared for the guy. So I was going to just try to fight through him. And he was a wrestler, so I hate fighting wrestlers, just to be honest. <laughs> but they're really fun. Fighting wrestlers are. I hate it, and, and it's fun at the same time. Well, you're not going to have any problems with their upcoming fight on the Contender Series because you're taking on a striker in Tafan Chukwi. What are your thoughts on him and uh, the style of fighting that he brings? He seems like a pretty cool guy, man. Like, I watched some of his interview. He's a really nice guy, you know. At the end of the day, where there's one thing at the end of the at the end of the uh, at the end of the road is that contract. So, and he's 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 pretty fast for first size. I, w- I would say he's a big guy. He's he's been fighting a heavyweight. So for his size, I, I would say he's pretty fast for his size. But I, I I don't I don't know if you've ever faced anybody this small with my skill set that I have with me. So it's gonna be a fun fight. For sure, it's gonna be a bang. Cause I, if he if he a striker and I'm a striker, it's gonna be a bang. <laughs> definitely, it's definitely. Yeah, it, this is a fun. Yeah, I already know, man. I already know. I seen you guys both fight before, and and yeah, it's gonna be a fun fight. It's gonna be one of those fights. I think that people are gonna remember when this whole season oh, yeah. is over. They're gonna be like, yeah, Al and Tafan, they put it in work in this fight. Oh yeah, we are on last week of the season too, so it's mm-hmm. gonna be a memorable memorable fight all right well with training camp did you have yours at at the gym or did you have to adjust yourself and maybe you know do a lot of the workouts at home what what was going on so when COVID first hit um i've been doing all my workouts like i stopped going to the gym because i didn't want to get caught i started doing all my workout outside outside on the track um at a high school and my fiance she would hold pass for me pretty much the whole time until like things were settling down and gym started opening up. But I was pretty much doing my, my workout at home and on high school tracks. What type of performance do you think you need to have to get that contract from Dana White? Do you think you need to get that finished? Oh yeah, first round knockout. It's 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 the goal right there. First round knockout. If not, it's gonna be a banger. I'm gonna I'm gonna show Dana White that I, I have the skill set. I, I I belong in the UFC for sure. Alright, one last thing. Uh, you know, there's many different types of mentalities uh, in in this sport. Do you do you feel like you have more more of a martial artist mentality or a prize fighter mentality? A martial art for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I like. There's so many things to think about when it comes to fight, and I try to prepare myself to that point. So I try to have a really strong mindset leading leading up to a fight or going into my fight. So. With the help of my fiance, my teammate, and my coach, that's how I will like keep my my mindset and my my conscience clean, just to just be ready mentally ready for the for the fight. All right, well, the fight, man, September eighth, contender series. Al, appreciate yes, the time, man. Right. I'm I'm really looking forward to this fight, man. I'm glad I got this opportunity to speak with you because I did speak with Tafan too, and uh, both you guys are very nice guys, big guys with lots of power. But some of the nicest guys to speak to, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me, bro. I really appreciate that.